Today's episode of Pushing Through is brought to you by Discover. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically with no limit on how much you can earn. How amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted, 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Welcome to Pushing Through. I am Tay Frazier, and as always, I am joined by the kid, BJ Armstrong. And BJ, I got two words for you today. Cold world. It's a cold world, BJ. <laughs> North Carolina, we're going global. <laughs> I'm hyped. Yeah, How you doing? It, always get, it always gets back to North Carolina with you, one way or another. I think there's North Carolina, and then there's everything it's else. Cold you world. Know, it doesn't, yeah, it's you know, good for J. Cole. It's I mean, BJ, you got to think about good it. Business move. There's Meadowlark Lemon, you know, shout out to Meadowlark Lemon, who Wilt Chamberlain said was the greatest basketball player of all time from Wilmington, North Carolina. There's who you know, Michael Jordan from Wilmington, North Carolina. And now we got my boy, Jay Cole, going over to Africa to play basketball. The three North Carolina basketball legends now, BJ. It's getting close. It's getting close to just being too good. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, take that. Uh, it's a cold world, and I'm going to be the middle child here, and I'm not going to take a side. <laughs> All right, good. Yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate and, it. You know, as I said, I think it's a win-win situation for him, and great business move. That's all I can say. Great business move. Mm-hmm. I think it's good for the BAL. I think that's what it's called, yep. the Basketball African League. They're going to ball. Yeah, and... I think he dropped his album this Friday, mm-hmm. and then he plays this Sunday. I mean, that's cold. Hey, hey it's a cold world. It's a cold. <laughs> hey, hey, I guess the I guess the million dollar question: What sneakers are he going to play Ooh, his first game? He's going to be playing in his sneakers, the Pumas. The, oh, he's got his go. own sneakers. He's got the Dreamers. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I was wearing them the other day, BJ's. Does he provide halftime entertainment? Too? That's what I think. I think he should. I think he should be on the, on the bench. You know what I mean? Just like playing tunes or like working with the DJ. I know Poison Ivy, the DJ, usually does the ones right. and twos, you know, for the Dallas Mavericks. She's going over there. I love, love Poison Ivy. So here's my question. Here's my question. One of the things I love to do was when I played was to warm up to the music. Yeah. What do you think it's like for J. Cole to be worn up to his like own music? I mean, I think it's kind of like, uh, you know, you know how Kanye, there was that story that he would listen to his own music in his house and then be like, these beats are dope. You know, I feel like it. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like J. Cole, you know, he's probably got a little bit of that going on where he's probably like listening to himself, you know, and he was like Carolina kicks fresh on the scene, you know, just like dribbling around. <laughs> yeah. OK. <laughs> All right. A little. A little, you gotta little, listen. You gotta, you gotta hype yourself. But I also a think a little, little megala, little, little ego maniac going on here. A little megalomaniac. But I'll go with it. I, I'll I, roll. I, with I think it. he's gotta play like his Dreamville guys. You know, play some Kendrick. You gotta play some hits from like Tribe. You know, from back in the day. Like I think if you're J Cole, you sprinkle in some hits for everybody. Okay. All right. Well, I I can't wait to see. You know, I I, I just hope he scores 
couple points. How about a couple bashes? Yeah, I, I think. How about some highlights? I think if you go out there, the mindset is facilitate. You know what I mean? If you're J. Cole, you got to go out there. You're trying to make everybody else get theirs. But at the end of the day, as you taught me in this life, it's all about FGA. So he's got to get some shots up. Just get, get him up. This is awesome. What is he, 36 now? Is that what Cole? No, nah, 33. Cole 33. Oh, he's 33. Okay, all right. He all said right. on his new song, he said 33, they took they, they took JC, Pimp C, and Nipsey. You know what I'm saying? So he's like, don't take me. Okay, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're going to be going over there to see I'm, him play. I, 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 I was going to ask you, how do we go over there? Like, how does that work? Like, well, I, I think you, you know, just <laughs> you just go book your flight and go. I, I think, <laughs> There's nothing stopping yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, look, if I go fly over to Rwanda, let me just say, I hope that I get the full J. Cole basketball experience. I did want to shout out Brandon Costner, NC State legend, uh, ACC tournament legend. He's playing over there, too. So there's some familiar. I mean, the cool part about this league, at least in my opinion, is that one, I think there's a lot of talent that's going to come out of this league. And two, there's going to be some familiar faces from the basketball world that have been playing around the world that are going to show up there that are going to be, you know, it'll be fun. I can't wait. I'm going to watch BJ. Clearly, you will be watching. Clearly, you will be getting the stats, and we will be <laughs> reporting probably live about the game. So good, good for it, it. I will say this for the business of the BAL, for the business of J. Cole's business. Dream was a dream. Dreamville. Dreamville. Yep. I think it's terrific. We're talking about it. It's great. Mission accomplished. Now, it'd be nice if he could play. So now I want to see if he can play now. I know I know he can spit. No questions asked there. Mm -hmm. I know the album is going to be fired. Okay. It, it, isn't that respect enough, though, BJ? Because, I mean, for me at least, it does feel like if you're J. Cole, all you want is the blessing from people like you that are like fans of Master Ace and, and Rock Him and, and grew well, up in that era that you say that he's a, he's a guy that gets that type of respect as an MC. I think that's great, too. Well, yeah, he, 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 he has bars, you know. He, mm -hmm. he's, he's a lyricist. So, you know, I come from that era where lyricism matters, Okay. He is shout out to Fife Dog, North Carolina fan, not from North Carolina, but a North Carolina fan. Yeah, you know, I, I, I come, I come from the era of Rock Hill, KRS One, mm. Melly Mel, Grandmaster mm. Cass, Big Daddy Kane. Mm. You know, I, I come from that era. <laughs> Feral Munch. You know, the list goes on. You know, Raekwon. You know, Ghost. Yep. I come from the era where lyricism matters. You know, J. Cole has continued the tradition along with Kendrick. He's he's and, and and there's a host of others. But now, just because he is a lyricist doesn't mean that he can play. <laughs> <laughs> so just because I play basketball doesn't mean I can rap. Now he's stepping into an arena. You know, you know, you know. Now I got to see what he going to do. What he going to do? Master Master P laid it on the line. Master P has set the standard. And I saw that with my own eyes. Mm -hmm. I saw P come in, pick up full court <laughs> with no tape in an NBA practice. And he should have been on an NBA roster. I'm vouching for, for a P. I saw that with my own eyes. Mm -hmm. I just want to see Cole. Like, okay. 
Yeah, well, I, I want to see what type of player he is. Obviously, you know, I, I've never seen him play basketball, you know, during his quote-unquote prime when he was in high school. You know, one of the best players. He played at the same high school as Dennis Smith Jr., oh. you know, so. Oh, word? Okay, yeah, okay. So. All right, word, all right. Well, you know. We're going to see. I'm, I'm excited. Well, I, I, I get a two-for-one. I get I get a great music, mm. and I get a chance to, you know, look at his game. Because I'm going to call all my scouts and all my people over there to tell me what the game looked like. So that's already been made. So I will get the load. Oh, so you already got so, people on the ground. Okay. Oh, I already called. I already called. <laughs> already got the scouting report already <laughs> set up. I will be getting a play-by-play, you know, what's going on here. You okay. know, I may get a video. Oh, I'm going to have a cold world. Oh, I'm going to be able to talk about this one. Mm, mm. So, so we're gonna lock in. We're gonna scout. We're gonna talk about what's going gonna on. Gonna lock in. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. <laughs> I'm already locked into this. <laughs> no, this is not gonna be so. He say, she say. I mean, I will say this. It, it does this move, making it like a mainstream, you know, commercialized move, is great. I think in the future for you know, instead of these kids having. I don't know what I want to do. I'm going to, I guess I'll go play overseas and they end up like LaMelo ball in Lithuania or, you know, end up in some of these random places, you know, maybe they can go to the BAL, you know, J Cole has made it seem like a a normalized move. So that's the good news too. I think the BAL is phenomenal. I think they're going to do a terrific job. I know I have my scouting services already prepped I'm looking for great talent to come out of there <laughs> and push it through will be the official unofficial podcast of the VAL starting on Sunday All right. because we will be getting a play by play. I'm locked in. We're locked in. All right. Well, there you go. If you if you want to hear J. Cole coverage, this is the podcast for you uh, pushing through. BJ and I will be talking about the BAL. Let's talk about the NBA, BJ. Um, we have LeBron James. I was just watching. I was just at Fox Sports, you know, at the lot there and uh, saw Colin Coward. You've been on that show multiple times. And uh, yes, he's talking about LeBron James coming back. He's very fired up about that. Um, I just wanted to get your pulse. It does seem like uh, the the shows, the sports shows, they're fired up about this. And this is the uh, the Lakers are back, quote unquote. How do you feel about that? Let's look at the standings. The ba- what are they back? What happened? I need somebody to pull up the stats. Lindsay, Midas, let's put up the They're stats. They're still in the seventh spot right now. They're still in the playing you know, game. Lindsay yeah. and I just talked about science in the situation. Mm-hmm. You know, here, we're not going to go with narratives. We're not going to go with he, he say, she say. It was it was great. It got me fired up. Yeah, I, somebody I was, pull up the stats. I was like, I can't well, wait to ask BJ the about the king returning because yeah. uh, that, that, that was the headline. I need to science and what? Science. Yeah, we need to science the situation here. You know, we need the analytics here. Yeah, because yeah. Now, and then I will give my opinion after you give me that. So I'm going to wait patiently until you tell me how are the Lakers back? Like, what happened from yesterday <laughs> to today where all of a sudden they're back? Well, back to what? Well, they won a game, BJ. Uh, you know, so that was they. Okay. They're on a they winning. A they're on a winning streak right winning now, streak. and and LeBron James uh, is coming back. That is uh, that is the word on the street. But they are one and a half games back still of the Trailblazers, who are in the sixth seed. So they are still locked Good. into the playing game. Uh, uh-huh. Memphis is a half a game back of the Warriors, uh-huh. um, so they uh-huh. could be bumping themselves up into the eighth seed. We'll see about that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, but again, the Lakers. Nothing has changed, but the King is returning, as they're saying. 
Oh, so the king is returned. That's what that's what the headlines are. Oh, LeBron, LeBron is back, but uh, the Lakers are back. LeBron is back. But but apparently they they are one and the same according to the headlines today. Okay, so. well well this is what I see. <laughs> it's we reported. I think I heard today. You know, it's mid what afternoon now or midday here on West Coast time that LeBron is going to try to play tonight. But then I kind of heard that he's not going to play. Then I heard he is going to play. But they play the Knicks tonight. That's not an easy game, mm. whether he plays or not. So I'm not sure what back means, but what I do know is they probably have to win out. Or they're going to be in the playing game. And the playing game is a one-game tournament in which anything can happen. Mm. Anything can happen. Now, if LeBron is 100% healthy and AD is 100% healthy, the odds are you have to go with LeBron and the Lakers. But if LeBron is not healthy, which he probably will not be this year, 100% healthy, then anything can happen. So the bravado, the intimidation, what we did yesterday doesn't really matter. We're talking about a, a play-in game. Mm. And as, as an observer of the NCAA tournament, you cover the NCAA, anything can happen in one game. Absolutely. Anything can happen. Yep. This isn't like a series, a, a seven-game series. You're talking about one game. You know, they play, the, let's say the Lakers play the Golden State Warriors. Steph Curry is capable of having a 50-point game. game, yeah, and winning that game. John Morant is capable of having a game. Yep. Damian Lillard or whoever's in the is capable of having a game. And so, so and so is I, LeBron James, and so is Anthony Davis LeBron, as well. So absolutely, yeah. absolutely. But stranger things have happened in one game. Yep. One game, not a series, not a three game, five game, or seven game series. We're talking one game. Upsets happen all the time during the regular season. Upsets happen all the time in the NCAA tournament. That's what makes the tournament so great. Anything can happen for one game. So, But it's great to see LeBron back on the court when he does return. And the Lakers, without question, are going to need him at full strength in order for them to make a playoff push that you know all Laker fans have come to expect now. Yeah, and it's also, I mean, you mentioned the Knicks. I do think it's a fascinating matchup because the Knicks are the upstart team that America, you know, Gerald... Uh, <laughs> comes on locker room with us and always wants us to bring up the Knicks. So we'll bring up the Knicks. I mean, that is a that is a tough matchup for any team, let alone a team trying to get back into the flow of things and get some continuity on the court because they're a bunch of bulldogs and Tibbs and D Rowe. D Rowe, Derek's playing great right now. I mean, the Knicks are playing great. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, I I I don't I I can't. I'm not saying his name because he's he's playing incredible. So I'm just going to let that guy number four. <laughs> I'm gonna let that guy. I love roll. it. I love just, it. Just, 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 just. I'm just gonna watch. Yeah, yeah. I'm just watching. Enjoy it. I'm just watching. Yeah, we're enjoying it. Yeah. But number four right now. <laughs> number four. Man, he's, number four is cold blooded. Yeah, number four right now is oh man, he, he's man. They say you know you turn back the hands of time. He's man against the Clippers. That was that was something special. Yeah, but it was, the Knicks are playing great. Knicks are playing excellent. Win they've. They've already won three games on this six-game road trip. So they have an opportunity to go four and two on this six-game road trip on the West Coast, which would be an incredible, 
incredible turn uh, turn of events for them. Yeah, right. It did seem and they've already won three games. Yeah, it did seem like number four had like a vendetta against the Clippers or something. He was playing so well the other night. I don't know Ooh, what it was. Hey, <laughs> I, I, it's a man hey, on a mission. Hey, hey, number four was. Hey, 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 hey you know, uh, uh, number four was. He wasn't pulling any punches the other night. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He let him know in Los Angeles, so that was good to see. Uh, I will. I'm excited to see if the Lakers can uh, can figure it out and get everyone back healthy and. Uh, and avoid the playing game. We'll see about that. Uh, BJ, I did want to talk about Midas just brought up the Sixers have a chance against the Pacers tonight to lock up the one seed in the East. That's uh, That seems like a good a good spot for Doc Rivers in the game. You know, congratulations to the Sixers. Congratulations to Doc Rivers. It's been an outstanding run for them this year. The Sixers with the number one seed would be a terrific, amazing accomplishment. However... I don't like how the Sixers are playing basketball right now at the end of the season. They are limping into this number one seed. They're not playing to me with, there's something going on with the team, right? I know Ben Simmons is in, then Ben Simmons is out. They're winning games, but it doesn't, it looks like, you know, they'll have a big lead and then the other team comes back. They're kind of, they don't seem to be playing inspired basketball at this particular time. However, when you win and you win ugly, I, I'll take that. Mm-hmm. That's definitely better than a than a than a hard fought law. Hard fought loss. They've won eight in a row right now. Yeah, but something doesn't seem right to me with the team. I don't know what it is. Something is not right now. You know, Joel Embiid. You know, he's without question in the MVP conversation. You know, luckily for him, he's come back. He's been healthy since the scare that we had in Washington with the with the injury, uh, knee injury. And, you know, I, I'm I'm rooting for the Sixers, but something doesn't look right to me. I, I can't pinpoint it at the moment, but they're not playing together. Mm. They're winning, but it doesn't look it doesn't look right to me for some reason. And uh, let's hopefully they get that corrected sooner rather than later. Quick break to get a word from our sponsor, Discover. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically with no limit on how much you can earn. How amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Back to pushing through. And uh, you know, I'm I'm obviously you know pulling for the Sixers. I like their I like where they are. I hope that they can uh, figure it out before we get into the playoffs. I do want to talk about the the eighth seed or the battle for the eighth seed in the East because you look at Russell Westbrook, um, just broke you know Oscar Robertson's record for triple doubles, 182 in his career. Something that a lot of people thought would never ever be touched. Uh, you know, you and I talked a little bit about Russ being one of the greatest point guards we've seen. Uh, but they could potentially they play the pa- the Pacers currently in the ten nine game. They could play themselves into the eight seed. Um, and if you're the Sixers and you have to play Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal, I mean that's just not a fun matchup for anybody. I feel like. You know Russell Westbrook. I mean I never imagined in two thousand and eight when I first read, met Russell when he came on board as a Wasserman client. I never imagined that Russell Westbrook would achieve this level of success. I never imagined. 
you know, every time I look at him, Russell, and Derek, I never thought that one of them would in, win the MVP, let alone both of them. And I worked very closely with both of those young men in the gym, and I've watched their, their game just evolve, both of them, how they've evolved as athletes, as players, as young men. Mm-hmm. And Russell Westbrook ascension to this level is one of the most impressive things I've seen because Russell didn't even play point guard in college. <laughs> so for him to be a, to be a two guard and off guard in college to play the position point guard in the NBA, that's difficult in and of itself. And then for him to be able to achieve something that no one has ever done, I mean, I don't know what you can say. Like, you know, I didn't hear all of these scouts saying we thought Russell could do this. I (laughs) I was there with them every day. I didn't. I was there with him every single day for his basketball training and his pre-draft and all of that. And I didn't see it. I saw a terrific athlete. I saw a young man that was committed. I saw a young man that worked hard. I watched him and Derek go at it every single day. And I didn't see this. So congratulations to the Westbrook family. All the respect that one person can give another, he he gets that from me. And all of the, you know, analytics and stats and three-point shooting and all of that, let's throw that out the window today because we're going to celebrate what this young man has done. Mm. Because he's done something no one. Okay, we're talking about the great Oscar Robertson. The great Magic Johnson, mm-hmm. the great Jason Kidd, Larry Bird, and all of these players who've played the game and been able to not touch just one stat scoring, not two stats scoring and assists, but three make impactful, impactful you know numbers and contributions to their team in three statistical categories, right? Which we call now the triple-double. Mm-hmm. I mean, Akeem Olajuwon got, I think he got a quadruple-double, right? Mm-hmm. Will Chamberlain probably had, you know, multiple quadruple-doubles, okay? Because mm-hmm. we weren't- With blocks. Block shots yeah. and, and all those things back then, right? So Oscar Robertson and Will Chamberlain, when I look at some of their stats, you go, there's no way that those are going to be ever attained or achievable. And- the triple-double, I thought, was just so far out there that I thought no one would ever touch that. For Russell to do that and the impact that he's had on winning while he's doing it has been incredible. So congratulations to him. He deserves it. That young man worked as hard as any player I've seen. Any player I've seen. He puts in his time. He works on his craft. And most importantly, he respects the game. Mm. And everyone talks about championships and all of those narratives. Those are narratives. Truth be told is that Russell Westbrook has been a very impactful player. And he has, when you say a player reaching his potential, that to me is the highest level of success. When you achieve your potential. Russell Westbrook, whoever he was supposed to be, he was that because he worked at it mm. and all the respect to him. And hopefully he'll continue to do this. He, he 
we keep thinking he's going to slow down, but he continues to be wild and reckless and do the things that we go, wow, like this guy's dunking and crashing into people. So, you know, congrats to him. And I can't say it's been a pleasure. It really has. It's been a pleasure to watch him over the last 12 or 13 years that he's been in the NBA. And hopefully we'll watch him for many more. I mean, I think a lot of people too, BJ, don't really understand the scope too, or the scale, I should say, because I mean, 2012, he was second team all NBA when they go to the NBA finals. I mean, Russell Westbrook, I mean, I know he had Kevin Durant there, but I mean, he was second team all NBA. And the year that he averaged a triple-double the first time, he wins the MVP, rightfully so, because we can't imagine that anyone could ever average a triple-double in the NBA. He's done it for the past five seasons. Average a triple-double. I mean, yeah, that's, I mean, for you to say that, he, he okay, he didn't like have like, you know, 10 games like a triple. He averaged it. He averaged a triple-double. <laughs> so, you know. That's next level, in my opinion. I, I mean, you, you, there, you know, if you're asking me, if you're asking me, look, a triple double is a triple double. Yeah. I don't care where you get. It. It's like a hundred points. I don't care where you scored the hundred points at. A hundred points is a hundred. It's impressive. Points. Yeah, it's a, it's impressive. Now, if you're asking me a hundred points in Oscar's era to this era, I would say Oscar Robertson averaging a triple double in that era, just because pace and space wasn't a thing. Yeah. Oscar Robertson wasn't getting the same amount of possessions as Russell Westbrook is currently doing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Guys weren't just coming down one pass and shooting a three like they are now. Okay. They're getting probably an extra, I don't know, 15 to 25 possession, more possessions per game, the way the game is played now. And Oscar Robertson did it in Converse Con. So I'm, <laughs> every time I watch these guys, <laughs> Like, how did they play in Converse Con? <laughs> Low right? Tops, All right, so yeah, I mean, yeah. Low, uh, yeah. So I, I'm just impressed by the athletic wear that those guys were doing. Okay. But a triple-double is a triple-double. I'm just amazed that Russell has the energy. Mm-hmm. The stamina. To, yeah. To do that, right? To rebound the basketball, defend the other team's point guard the way they play today, to score himself to pass the ball, to organize the game, and repeat. And uh, I mean, yeah. he, he and he's repeating this. Like yeah. It's not like he's doing it like every other game. He's doing this every single game. So for me, I'm like, I don't know what the stats say <laughs> about this, but what I know is you just try going to get on that treadmill every single day for 48 minutes. Mm-hmm. He's not not only showing up to the game, he's putting in overtime. Russell Westbrook is doing it all. <laughs> so I'm just incredibly impressed with his physical conditioning that he is able to do, that he has put into his work, to his craft, and that he's been able to do it at a sustained level that's been year after year after year. This isn't like a one-year thing. I mean, this guy has been doing this now, what, four? Four, four of the last five seasons, he has year. averaged a triple Yeah, this isn't like, this isn't, this is like, wow. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, wow. it's it's honestly astounding. And the fact wow. he and, switched and, and, and teams. Wanna, He's not even yeah, on the same I team. Say this. And I want to say this. This is this is the last thing I want to say. You know, we, we, we live in an era now where... We're talking about a lot of different things, right? We're talking about, you know, pace and space, three-point shot, 
and all those things. But Russell Westbrook has been a player that has been incredible, incredibly available to play. Mm. And the way he plays, right? If, if anybody should be load managing, it should be Russell Westbrook. Just on the way he plays. <laughs> because no one can say that. I don't care if you're a Russell Westbrook fan or not. No one can say that this man doesn't give his maximum effort. Yeah, he, he is 110%. He no, you know, it, whether now you could talk about his three point shooting percent, you can do all that. Okay, you can make those arguments. You can, okay, I can't. We're going to science the situation here. <laughs> but when we get the analytics and the science to measure a man's heart, you're going to get that's when you're going to grab my attention. Mm. Because that man has a heart of gold. You know, if you telling me there's a player that's more dedicated to his craft, if you telling me there's a player in the NBA that, that gives more time, effort, and energy to, to being the very best version of himself, there isn't a player that works harder than Russell Westbrook at what he does. Because this is not an accident. Mm. You just don't go to the gym and get up 1,500 shots and become this type of player. This is a person who has made this his lifestyle. Okay? He, ha he has a family. He has a professional career. He has a life. Da-da-da. But he has dedicated his life to being the best version of himself. You can't tell me that there is someone that's more dedicated to that life lifestyle than Russell Westbrook. Anybody. This, this is not an accident for him to have this level of success. Okay. You had a week where you played well. Okay. You got the talent to do it. But are you gonna are you gonna actually dedicate yourself to doing it over and over and over and over again? Now, when I came into this business some 25, 30 years ago, I had a scout ask me, I had a scout identify to me the difference between a talent and potential. Potential was something that you show somebody you can do it, but maybe you only do it once a week or once a month. I mean, you score 30, you're like, wow, this guy could be good. That's potential. A guy with talent, this is what he does. You didn't say Michael Jordan had potential. You didn't say Larry Bird had potential. When someone, a talent, does it over and over and over again, if you can repeat it, mm -hmm. that's your talent. Okay, Magic Johnson didn't have a triple-double once. That's what he did. So Russell Westbrook's talent, he took the word potential off of his name a long time ago. Mm -hmm. This is a talent. This is a, this is a true talent. Because for him to be able to do this, it's not like he's coming into the game, Tate, and we're saying, who is Russell Westbrook? We, we all know Russell's coming. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's number. It's yeah, like, I mean, he's number one on the scouting report. Yeah, it's like it's it's like I remember guarding Rod Strickland. We all knew Rod Strickland was going to drive to the basket, but nobody could stop him. <laughs> <laughs> like he did that for like twenty years. Mm -hmm. Here's a scouting report: He's going to dribble the ball with his left hand. He's going to get to the basket. <laughs> that was a scouting report. You know, the <laughs> analytics say when he dribbles three dribbles to the left, he's going to finish with his left. Everybody knew it. Mm -hmm. Go to the free throw line and meet Rod Strickland. All right, I did it. He still <laughs> got by me. <laughs> I met him. And a whole bunch of other defensive players. 
So that's a talent. Some people just have an innate talent. Russell has a talent. It's been phenomenal to watch. And I think over time, especially people who play, you go, man, that's a lot of energy. I mean, mm. do you know how much energy it takes to do that? I mean, that, that's a, that, 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 that's like, I just want to know what kind of conditioning he's doing. Yeah, I, I mean, I also think that a lot of people that are saying these things that are naysayers, I guess, of uh, what's happening. I mean, have they ever had, I mean, I saw Lavelle Moton say this. Have they ever had a triple-double in their lives? I mean, I know that I played basketball my whole life. I never had a triple-double. I had a few double-doubles, but I never had a triple-double. I mean, Man, it's it's not a it's not an easy feat. Like, I mean, to have a triple double, you have to impact the Man. game at such a high level. Just playing in the NBA game to me is a feat. That's a that's a bravo. Yes, for him to excel like this at this level is like, I'm just I'm just amazed at the condition. Like, watching Kobe and Michael, and the thing that will always amaze me about those two was not how many points they scored. Not how many last second shots they made. I was just, in, I was just, I mean, I, I would, it, it was like, I was in, I, I was beyond belief of watching how many shots Michael could get up in the game that he had that, he had that level of energy. Mm. Like, like, how do you get up 35 shots in an NBA game? <laughs> how do you? And he he was doing it consistently. How do you have that much energy? Because it wasn't like he was coming into the game and he was the third or fourth option. And people was like, oh, he got the shots because the defense dictated that. They were trying to keep him from touching the ball, let alone getting up a shot. Mm -hmm. And trying to tackle so him fact, if he got the ball. Yeah. I mean. The fact that Michael and Kobe could generate, you know, my favorite stat is FGA. <laughs> I just look for FGAs. I'm not even concerned about FGMs, mm -hmm. right? Who, who cares how many you make? If you're hot, yeah, you get it going that night. If you can generate 35 or 40 shots in the NBA game, you have my attention. I mean, Kobe, Kobe had 50 in his last game. How do you do that? Like, who could generate that? Like, who has that type of energy? I mean, his last game. This 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 guy was retiring. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. That, to me... <laughs> I want to measure that. Yeah. Like, how do you get that much energy to generate that many shots? Like, the fact that you have the ability to generate a bad shot, to me, is like, that's a talent. Mm -hmm. To be able to get a shot off but, is a talent. Just get it. That's a talent. So there's three types of shooters. Guys who create shots. The Kobe's in the they just they, they're shot creators. Mm -hmm. They get the ball with three seconds. They just create a shot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, I mean that's a talent. Yeah, yeah. To get the space. Yeah. I don't care if, if if I give you the ball, Michael. Here's the difference between Michael and the rest of the players. How many times did he catch the ball with five seconds or less and had to create a shot against a double team or a triple team? That's a talent. Mm -hmm. Him and Kobe. That's a talent. That's not something you practice. That's not something you go to the gym. And tell me you're grinding. No, that takes creativity. Yeah. That takes an imagination, it, I, time, score. Imagination awareness. is the exact word, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, that 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 that's that's a gift. Like, okay, Tate, one on three, go. Three, two, and you got to figure out how <laughs> yeah. to generate a shot. <laughs> yeah, let alone make it. You just got to figure out how to generate a shot because you understand the importance of just getting that shot to the rim. 
Because if you miss it, your team might get the offensive rebound, mm-hmm. so forth and so on. That's a gift. That's a that's a gift. I don't that you you can't practice that. Either you have an imagination or you don't. Mm-hmm. Okay, either you are an artist or you're not. Right, Picasso, Rembrandt, or not. Mm-hmm. You just don't like walk in and learn how to do that. Okay, so those are who can create shots. Then there are then there are players who make open shots. Mm. I was one of those players. Michael gets double teamed. He passed the ball to me, John Paxson, Steve Kerr, <laughs> Craig Hodges, whatever. There are, there are players who make open shots. Mm-hmm. And then the third type of shooter is those who can't shoot. <laughs> That's why you're open. <laughs> okay? I like that. Right? I like that so, as a type of shooter. The, the yeah, so uh, yeah, there's a reason. There's a reason. There's a reason some players are open. Because you can't shoot. Like, when I watch the game today, I'm like... <laughs> There's a reason you're open from three. You can't shoot. I mean, but somebody's yeah. telling these guys to shoot it. Okay, but there are three types of shooters. Now, it is your job as a professional to figure out which one you fit in. <laughs> it's your job. Yeah, I mean, it's in, in reality, you really have two choices because you're not Picasso or Rembrandt. So you're basically you make open shots or you don't shoot. Yeah. It's, it's you got to figure out. There's three. I'm giving you three choices. I'm giving you three choices. Everyone, wants, everyone likes to like. I'm going to work on my game. No, don't work on your game. I what I really want to say, what I really want to say is, okay. Like my clients go, I'm going to work on my game. What I really want to say to them is, okay. There's three types of shooters. Mm-hmm. Why are you going to work on your game? Mm-hmm. For what? Like you don't create shots. You're not Reggie Miller, so you don't make open shots. <laughs> so let's go work on our defensive slides. Let's go work on our boxing out. This is what I really want to say. There's three types of shooters, and that will never change. This is what makes Steph Curry so unique as a player. Because he checks both boxes. Yeah, he's two of the three. Yeah. Or yeah, I mean, he is the two. He's a he Ray Allen doesn't create shots or didn't create shots. Mm-hmm. Reggie Miller didn't create shots. He could get open. He could use screens. If he gave him a, just a, a little sliver of, of opening, he could, he didn't need but a second yeah, or and, a half a second. And if you closed out on Ray Allen, he would just drive by you and try to dunk. I mean, that was his early career at least. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. That's Ray Allen could make open shots. Mm-hmm. Okay, that, that's what he did. But Vinny Johnson, that guy there, he just created shot. He was a shot creator. Mm-hmm. The microwave. That's why he had the name the microwave. Because mm-hmm. he just created. Vinny Johnson was so good off the dribble that you just said, <laughs> don't contest any shots that he shoot. Just let him shoot open <laughs> shots because he couldn't make it. <laughs> if you were all over him, he wouldn't make a shot. <laughs> He's the only player that I ever played against that I was afraid to contest his shot. Because I knew if I contested, he was going to make it. That was like in the scouting report. Yeah. Just don't contest any shots. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Now, that's what I want to share with the NBA community. There's three types of shooters. Just figure out which one you are and practice that. If you can create shots, create the shot. If you are a shot creator, create it. Mm-hmm. If you can make open shots, 
You make open shots. But do it at a high... That's what I did. People say, well, uh, what's the secret to shooting? I just shot the shots I knew I could make when I was open. That's it. <laughs> it, it wasn't... It, it, there was nothing... Okay. I didn't try to create shots. That wasn't my thing. That was 23's thing. <laughs> <laughs> That was 23's thing. <laughs> okay? That was his thing. I knew my thing, and he knew his thing. Mm. Oh, that's a team. Oh, imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> All right? Steph Curry, Larry Bird, some of them have a very unique skill set. Steph Curry at the point guard position or as a smaller player, we've never seen a player with the ability to make open shots and create shots at the level in which he's doing it. Mm. That's a very unique thing. When you talk about the three-point era, Steph Curry is the best one of this era. He's the best. When you say the three-point shooting era, who's the best? You, everyone's going to say Steph Curry. Yep. There's been a lot of great shooters that has played before him, and I'm sure there will be some great shooters after him. But when you say this era, he's the best one of this era because he can shoot open shots and he can create shots for himself. That's a skill. That's a skill. All right? You know, so just my little shooting exercise for today. So, Tate, when you watch the game tonight, uh, I will be watching to learn, you know, what shooter is which. You know what I mean? Who are say, the creators? We'll say, who are the makers? And who are and the? We nods. know why this guy. When we watch the Lakers Knicks game tonight. We'll say, oh, we know why that guy was open. Mm -hmm. We we know why Nerlens Noel is open for the corner three. We know we and we That's, and we know why Reggie Bullock is covered. And we know why Reggie Bullock is covered. Mm -hmm. Now, if you make Reggie Bullock a creator, that's advantage for the Lakers. Yep. yep. You see, the, the, the game, the role of a coach is to simplify your game and get your game organized, Tate. Just organize the game. Reggie Bullock, you shoot open shots. And if you go 0 for 20 from open shots, that's on the uh, coach. Yeah, I'm okay with that, yeah. But if Reggie Bullock is out there doing in and outs, <laughs> fadeaways, you're like, well, what's Reggie Bullock doing? <laughs> Wait a minute, Reggie. Tails had to call a timeout. What's going on here? <laughs> hey, number four, come here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Number four? Number four can do all that. Yeah. Number four can go create. That's what he do. <laughs> <laughs> number four can, that's his thing. Now, if I just ask number four to sit out there and shoot open shots, you'd be like, okay, he probably can do it, but that's not his, that's not. Mm -hmm. His game. Yeah. That's not what he That's does. That's why Cleveland wasn't the necessarily right fit. Yeah. So so again, that that's that's my little that's my little inside scoop to shooting. Just find the shots you know you can make. Yep. Shoot those shots and figure out that's what a pro does. Figure out what you do. Mm -hmm. That's what I did. Take. I made open shots. That was my secret. Mm. Nothing fancy about it. I didn't have to go grind for it. I didn't have to go in the gym for five hours. This is what I do. Mm. I make open shots. And my job was to get myself open. I got one problem today, Tate. I'm too old. I can't get open anymore. Mm. That's my only problem. But if you just let me stand out there right now, Tate, <laughs> and just shoot 
open shots, I can make it. I just can't get open anymore, Tay. Tay, I can still make an open shot right now. Believe it or not, Tay, if you go in the gym right now, I can still make 20 out of 25 right now. I think more than that. Yeah, it's an open shot. Yeah, exactly. Tay, Tay, it's an open shot. I got no defense and I can look right at the rim. That's easy. I got one problem, Tay. I can't get open to shoot the shot. So... All right, enough of that. I love it. I love it. The final note of the day, three types of shooters in the world. Figure out which one you are. We'll be back. This has been Pushing Through. We'll see you later in the week.